We don't like to think about it, but we're so severely mistaken when we forget there's a cost to be paid when it comes to sin. And on Good Friday, we not only see the cost, death, but we see the one who pays it, Jesus. And we see what he pays it with, his own holy, precious blood and his innocent suffering and death. But you know, it's not that surprising that we forget this cost or put it in the back of our minds as an afterthought. The world sees debt as something theoretical or just a made-up concept. It doesn't help matters when we live in a day and age where credit cards and online transactions are the way business is done. Even with something like currency, paper money that you can touch and feel, there's still an element that's lost because it only points to something which backs up what is written on the paper. Printing more money doesn't get you more of what it backs up. Now, maybe this is where growing up on a farm has some advantages in this sense. I don't know. You guys could tell me. Or at least used to illustrate the point. Back in the day, when you wanted a steak, chicken, or bacon, what had to happen? An animal had to die in order for its meat to be on your plate, and you consume, and you consume it. It paid the price so that you could have food, and that's okay. God gives us meat to eat now. We have dominion over the animals. I think about when the derecho hit last August, and we're still trying to rebuild our homes, our farms, our church, our property. For a while, there was a shortage of lumber or supplies, and there still are at times. So even though you wanted these things to rebuild, if it wasn't there, it couldn't be done. The debt you bore or are still bearing is the need for these goods. And yes, the price it costs for these as they need to be available, they need to be paid for, or things can, so things can get moving or completed. Everything has a cost. It's not always monetary, but there's something. The reality of our sin is that it must be answered for. It can't go unnoticed. Because if it get, did, God would be a liar who says one thing and then the next minute acts in a different way, a two-faced, false God. If sin weren't a big deal and demand the punishment and condemnation of God, the Lord would simply say, eh, who am I to judge? Tomato, tomato, you guys are all right. But that's not what he does. That's not who he is. Being holy, righteous, true, and just, there's no place for sin in his presence. Or in his kingdom. Even in the church, we want to push the notion of debt aside, maybe even if indirectly. When we have Easter without Good Friday, we miss the point. It's like the theological equivalent of wanting to get free stuff, but no one picks up the tab. It's also why an empty cross doesn't save anyone. There needs to be someone on it. It's either you or Jesus. Someone has to pay and pay with his blood, with his life. It's what many complain about my generation, us millennials, that wants everything given to us and never stops to ask, well, who's going to pay for all this? Sin has to be answered. Somebody has to pay. It can't go unnoticed. And God knows. He knows someone has to pay. 
To take sin seriously in our lives is to know the cost sin is due and to know God's judgment against it. And it strips us bare and exposes us for the sin which is ours from the time of our conception and what we've done and not done and all things in our life. And it stares God right in the face and rightly knows the terror that we should have for transgressing his holy law. He's God. We're not. And the fear of God is an important part of this in acknowledging who we are before him. It's deadly serious. Yet to behold this day is to see the day of redemption. To redeem means to buy back. You redeem coupons at the store and you get a discount. To have a redeemer is to have one who pays a price for you and you have the benefits of the cost he pays. So on Good Friday, you see this and have this as you look to the future through the lens of the crucifixion. On Good Friday, you see Easter all the more joyously because when you know the cost, you appreciate the payment. When you have great debt, the day your debt is paid off is a day of freedom, and you announce it to everyone. You've been given a new life that is free to live, and you treat people differently, too. No longer do you hold sin against someone. One of the words for forgiveness in the New Testament is the word for setting loose or freeing. You take that burden of holding something against another person or over them when you forgive them because you know that Christ takes that burden takes that payment upon himself and has paid the cost that is rightly due. In this way, sin is never excused or brushed aside. It's simply placed upon another to pay the punishment and the cost. Somebody has to pay. And what is the cost? Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. The Bible tells us that on more than one occasion. And the punishment due sin is death. So what of Jesus? Why him? Pilate wondered the same thing. Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no guilt in him. What a true statement from the man who asked, What is truth? There's no guilt in Jesus because he's God in the flesh. He and only he then can be that sacrificial lamb without spot or blemish, for he is God. And he alone can suffer and die, for he is fully man. The person of Christ is your Redeemer who takes upon himself. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Today is Good Friday. It's the day that payment is made. The day God's justice is carried out. So what does God say? What does he do? What makes this day so good? What is the image before your eyes today as you hear these words? What is the confidence to go from this place knowing what is due and if it has been paid? When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Behold Jesus crucified and see, there is most certainly a price for sin and most certainly just punishment for it.
See that God is no liar, that God holds sin accountable as his wrath burns hot and is all-consuming. This is all very real, and it's before you tonight, and that's what you see as you ponder the passion of your Lord. Your sin put Jesus on the cross. We just sang that in that wonderful hymn by Paul Gerhardt. Yet he goes like a sheep led to the slaughter. You see, he goes willingly because he knows the cost. Oh boy, does he ever know the cost. He knows the cost and what you owe God, but he goes to the cross for your sake. The Father offered up his only Son as a substitute for you. He looked at you and said, No, my Son is going to take your place. For in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. Rejoice then, dear daughter of Zion. This week began with Palm Sunday as you saw your king humble and riding on a donkey with shouts of Hosanna to the son of David and palm branches waving. Now here's your king, dead, naked, pierced, nailed to a cross. So we ponder, we listen, we gaze upon God dead, in our place. But in the silence, we hear the cry of redemption and the cry of victory. And we leave as free people who are debt-free. The transaction is complete. The day of rest is approaching and a fresh tomb closes on the one who has no place in it. He has destroyed death by his death and goes to preach to those in prison that he has done it, it is finished, We bow our heads in humility as the Lord bowed his head in death, and we raise our heads washed in baptismal waters, knowing what is to come on the third day and on the last and final day. Because when Jesus pays the price, the cost that he knows is due, a tomb, his and ours, they don't stay occupied for long.